Welcome to the Radiant Weddings Podcast. On today's episode... And, you know, we wonder why marriage is such a hard thing to keep these days and why so many people, quote-unquote, don't make it. Their marriage doesn't make it. There's a lot of toxic ideas out there. Yeah, it's because of stuff like this. Welcome back to the Radiant Weddings Podcast. I'm Rhea. And I'm Joe. And we are the married couple behind Radiant Weddings podcast. Uh, yes, I'm we a are, planner. Babe. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm a planner and Joe's a photographer. Yes. Um, and today we're going to be talking about kind of a fun rant topic. I feel like that's what we do a lot of. Um, we do like ranting. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, between you and me, we've done probably like what? Like collect if you count like even if you count weddings that we've worked together as like two weddings, hundred and fifty ish. We've yeah we've probably got over a hundred and fifty weddings behind us by now. So we have rant material. I know, but I don't want to apologize. I don't want to become one of those uh, wedding vendors that is, you know, I'm I'm trying to say this while still avoiding saying the generation that we're talking about. Um, wedding vendors from a certain generation <laughs> that uh, are like, well, I've worked so many weddings. I've, I've been, been doing this, this for 30 for years. years and, then, yeah. and so I know a thing or two. So today we're talking about specific wedding traditions or at least fads, right? Mm-hmm. That we've seen that at least in our opinion, in our opinion of having seen so many weddings, these are traditions that really must die they really yeah. just need to not be done anymore and we'll we'll explain why as we get into each of them how many do we have we have 10 we have a list of 10 yeah. okay so we're going to start right off with receiving lines these were much more popular probably like 10 15 years ago they're not very popular now i i they're do they're pretty standard 10 15 years ago yeah. like it was expected i do see people still asking about them and like wondering if they should incorporate them. But why do you hate receiving lines? Me? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to ask I was just going to ask you cuz honestly, I I don't really know why I mean, I know why I will tell you why I don't like them. It's plain and simple. They take too long. Mhm. It, it's just it's time spent hugging and shaking hands <laughs> and hugging and shaking. Hugging huh? and shaking all of your guests. <laughs> Um, no, hug, hugging people, you know, we love you. Oh, we're so happy for you. And they shake your hand and they congratulate you. And, you know, it's, it's great. Like, that's great. But I really think that the time for that is at the reception because On, that's when you're like spontaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Spontaneously more, um, like it, it's, it's, yeah, more spontaneous, more, less regimented, less, you know, assembly line. Um, and frankly, as a photographer, the reason I really hate it is because it always happens right after the ceremony, which is when we're trying to do family photos. And when you yeah. have a receiving line of 120 guests, give them each 30 takes, seconds. Yeah, I mean, do the math. That takes an a hour. long time. It takes it takes an hour. <laughs> yeah, if everyone no. takes 30 seconds, it takes an hour. Okay, I'll tell you why I don't like them. Initially, my disgust for receiving lines was when I was a wedding guest. And receiving lines were popular. So this is this is your opinion, even outside of being a vendor, right? So I was at a four hundred and fifty person wedding, I think, at least four hundred. Hold on. And I was hold, in. Hold, hold on, hold on. 
Large what, wedding. Yeah. What? Mennonite wedding. A Mennonite wedding. Yes. Okay. They are large. <laughs> I was going to say, like, no, no typical American wedding has 450 guests unless it's like a celebrity wedding or something. Yeah. But when so, you're talking about these communities that are like super, super network connected. And where you everyone invite knows everyone, everyone you know. And you know everyone and you invite everyone you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was in the back row of this wedding, which meant I went through the receiving line last. I had to wait for 400 people to go through that receiving line, and I was hungry. And I think that the friends that I sat with uh, were watching a football game, and we saw a significant portion of that football game in the time that we waited for that receiving line to go through. It was Mennonites watch football? Yes. Really? Don't tell anyone. <laughs> no, I'm actually legitimately <laughs> surprised. I'm like, yeah, I'm picturing like Some three, Mennonites- three guys in overalls and fedoras watching the Buffalo Bills. No, Mennonites <laughs> don't watch the Buffalo Bills. They they watch teams they count. Um, but anyway, Ouch. so so you my just, initial hold on hold on. Do you realize that you just alienated like all of our listeners who are mostly in New York right now? Not the listeners with good taste. Um, anyway, <laughs> so Gosh. my initial feelings about receiving lines began as a guest. And now what I see is the payoff of value, the value of your time on a wedding day to the value of what interaction you receive with your guest. It just doesn't pay off. Like you get maybe 30 seconds with each guest and, um, it takes a lot of the time of your wedding day, and it, it just doesn't really give you value for time. Is that does that make sense? Yeah, you're saying it's just not worth your time. Yeah, like if you want you want to say hi to people, but you're tired, your guests are tired, you're hungry. It's it's not a good time to do that. Do you think that that's why? Because you said that they're they're going out of style like on their own too, right? right? Do you, like I know that's why we don't like it, but do you think that? People are realizing people that. People want to get like, to cocktail hour. Yeah. Do you and think they, that's why it went out of style? Because yeah. people were just like, oh, this kind of sucks. Yeah. And they do have photos to get. And honestly, you get much more value if you're just mingling with your guests at cocktail hour, which you can achieve that, you know, if you schedule your photos yep. before the ceremony. Yep. So, Done that multiple times this year already. So there's more enjoyable ways to interact with your guests than doing a receiving line. All right. So receiving lines, they must They're die. Out. I guess this isn't uh, wedding traditions that need to stay, so there's no no there need to keep notes. Episode? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's do a sequel episode. Well, maybe maybe we should ask our listeners, even like, hey, what do you think are some wedding traditions that like should never go out of style? Well, you should keep your vows. Well, I would uh, obviously. I don't think that's a tradition. I think that's like a how to get married. You know? Oh, yeah, how to get married. How to get married? Like, say vows. Yeah, you should do that. All right. So, moving on. Number two is, what is it, Rhea? Dollar dances. Dollar dances. Of course, with inflation now, <laughs> it's still <laughs> a dollar to, dance. We have to boost it up. It's No, no, inflation has gone up for how many years now? And it's still a dollar dance. So that's my problem. They're like It should be like the five buck dance now. Yeah. You know, the Lincoln dance or something. Call it something like that. No, I'm just kidding. No, they just need to go. I think one of the main reasons is... Any sort of like ask for cash on your wedding day is kind of tacky. And, you know, if a guest wants to dance with you, they can make their own arrangements to do so. Like, 
you don't need to have a special time set for that. Okay. So you so your objection to dollar dances is is that they're tacky? Yeah. So they don't like disrupt the wedding day at all? No, they don't disrupt the wedding day. I mean, maybe there's an issue of guests not carrying cash on them, you know, in their wedding attire. Very few people carry attire. cash on them, yeah. Uh, and if they do have cash, they want to use it for tips at the bar. Is there an alternative to this? Like, do you, like, do you think it's the money aspect that's kind of tacky? Or yeah, is it's it the like, money aspect. Okay, so the, so the like lineup, like, hey, like, get your chance to dance with the groom or dance with the bride. You don't think that's a, a tacky thing? No, it, I mean, it's not the most efficient thing as far as, it's um, kind of like the receiving line. Yeah. It could take some time, but not everybody's going to dance either. Right, right. And there's also just the coordination of getting people to understand what's going on. It's it's amazingly hard to communicate that sometimes to your wedding guest of, like, this is the event that's happening right now, and here's what you're supposed to do. But getting getting all of your guests to to do anything yeah. together is very difficult. That's as we'll, coming we'll, later. We'll, yeah, the, that's talking yeah. about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. We, um, is that good for dollar dance? Or should we, yeah, I, we bash I, it's, that it's enough? It's a pretty simple bash. Okay. This is not very ranty yet. Well, do we got one that's going to... Do we'll, we got we'll one that's going to... We'll amp it up. We'll amp it up? Okay. Yeah. Can we rant a little bit more about this next one? Can I, can I, yes. can I announce it? Yeah. All but right. you have a confession to make. Oh, I do? Yeah, about this. Okay. The next item, I don't know what Rhea is talking about right now. The next item on this list is the garter and or the bouquet toss. Most people that I've spoken to are already on board that like this is something they're not very fond of. Um, I, but this is, this is something that definitely is, has always been seen as awkward. And I think that's why it was done. Is because like, oh, it's going to be so, it's going to be so awkward and uncomfortable. Ha, let's, let's do it. And like they did it be- because it was like a fun, embarrassing thing to do to the guests. It was like a prank. Right. It was like a prank. And now people are like, you know what? Um, this is weird. We finally reached the generation that's like, this is cringy. Yeah. Like this is, this is, this is, this is borderline harassment. <laughs> yeah. It's a little um, sexist. It's, it's really, really awkward when the girl who catches the bouquet is like 20 years younger than the dude who catches the garter. Ooh, yeah. Um, you have like a 20-year-old girl sitting there and there's like a 42-year-old guy with the garter and we're like, uh, are we really going to do this? And a lot of times people are just like, nope, we're not going to do this. Like, let's just call it off. Hey, there, go back to and, cake, and everyone. And too many brides deciding that they don't want to sweat with a garter on their wedding day. Does it? Does a garter make you sweat that much? Well, the I've garter- never, I mean, I've never worn one, The garter one, so itself doesn't make you sweat, but if you're sweaty on a wedding day- Imagine a scratchy lace thing on your thigh. It's like adding chafing. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I still don't know what you're talking about, my, my confession. What, what do I have to confess about? What you am I missing? You need to confess about this because I didn't want to do a garter or a bouquet toss at our wedding at all. And then you said, well, no, let's do something funny. So like most couples, we thought we came up with an ingenious idea of being funny and... I think it worked, but it, it wasn't it, like we could have skipped it. It wasn't like legendary. No. What we, so what we did just to fill you in, and I think we've spoken about this before, actually. What we did is we had the you know we had the girls come up who wanted to play, and Rhea tossed the bouquet, and and one girl caught it, and then the guys came up, and I like you know a slingshot you know tossed the garter thing, and then we had the fellow who caught the garter do a ring toss sort of thing onto the stem of the bouquet. 
rather than, you know, put the garter up the girl's There wasn't an invasion of personal space. Yeah, there was no invasion of personal space. So it was definitely not as cringy. I don't know if it was like brilliantly hilarious, but what am I confessing here? That you didn't let me mix it all together. Well. That was then. That was then. You're still married to me. (laughs) Couldn't have been that mad. True. True. It was just a little slightly tacky. All right, so I think that's still not ranting much. I know. I want to see a rant. Oh, I'll get there. I'll get there. Here's one I can rant about. Okay, this is what we were alluding to earlier. Yeah. So on your wedding day, it's very stressful to predict that your guest will listen to coordination, in which like. It's very stressful to expect your guest to do the same thing at the same time. Well, the the expectation is not stressful. The execution of that is stressful. Exactly, because the reality is that it won't happen. It there's a herd mentality that kicks in. Here's here's why. Here's what happens on a wedding day. I, I think I should give a little bit of the reality behind why this is difficult. Um, first of all. Usually your wedding guests know some other people at the wedding and they're catching up. And so when instructions come to go take their seats or whatever, there's difficulty even with things like, hey guys, food is available. There's difficulty getting everyone to do what's expected at that time just because they're catching up or they don't want to be the first one in line or whatever reason um, so when there's activities planned that you need all of the guests to take part of, and we'll talk about specifically send-offs in this part, um, that it, it becomes very stressful to execute that, to make it happen, and there's long delays and people get frustrated with each other, and it, it just doesn't make for a very peaceful part of your wedding day. So in this specifically, we're talking about send-offs and um, sparkler send-offs especially. There's other ones, like I've seen ones where they say, hey, let's do, uh, there's a really recent one with like you do the last dance. Yeah. The last dance (laughs) for the couple and it's just the couple. So you ask the, literally the entire guest list to leave the venue and just the couple stays behind and dances. Two weddings where the DJ told me, this is what the couple wants to do. Both weddings, it didn't work because A, either the guests refused to leave and you have the few sticking behind to video your They just refused your special to leave? Moment. Yeah. Yeah, that, that actually does happen. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just not going to go. No, I want to like, stay. Oh, no, no, honey. I'm, I'm going to take a video of this. Yeah, like we, we, you know, I'm so glad that you're here doing that with your iPhone because we paid our videographer $5,000 to do And we a also specifically job. wanted a private moment. Yeah. So the people just, I, I, man, I keep forgetting that, that it's not just that it's difficult to get the information to people, but some people will just be rude about it. Yeah. That they'll just be like, oh no, I'm going to make myself an exception. Yeah. Man, I could rant about that all the time. <laughs> My iPad in the aisle on, in your ceremony is not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that might be like something that I should talk about with my photographer friends on a photography podcast. Yeah. iPads in the aisle. Of just, yeah, just like obnoxious guests at a wedding. 
But we're not talking about yeah, that. Yeah, no. Let's let's get back to sparkler send-offs in particular, in which you require all of your wedding guests to participate. All at once. Yeah. All burning a sparkler at the same time. And when they're drunk. And when they're drunk. So this actually alludes or this actually goes into number five, right? Because you've got <laughs> yeah. I see on the list here your number four is anything that requires entire guest participation. That's just difficult to begin with because people don't listen. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's hard to hear. People are talking. They don't want to leave. People all are at the drinking. Same time. Their People cognitive are abilities are a little yeah, bit delayed. Yeah, so it's just, if you want to do any, like I can think of one exception where this might work, and this is a big, big might. If you want to do anything with the entire wedding party, there's one point in the day where everyone will be there and everyone will be paying attention to the same thing and none of them will be talking. At the end of the ceremony. It's at the end of the ceremony. That is the only point in the day where you can actually have everyone's attention. At any other point, people will be in the bathroom. People will be making calls outside. People will be getting a drink scattering. at the bar. Yeah, they'll be all over the place. You cannot rally everybody together again. So, do, if you want to do something, what I'm thinking of is sometimes we'll do pictures with the entire party there. That is the time to do it. Or that's like the only time to do it. A bubble exit or something yeah. like that. Like that's the point when you can actually make something like that work. Yes. Now, regarding send offs. This can be done, but it again, it's very, very difficult. And one difficulty, uh, for particular, can I can I say this from a photographer's? Because I know you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. So sparkler send offs, guys. Please realize this this incredible detail about sparkler send offs is that they are not that bright. Sparklers, not the not the guests <laughs> don't like the, <laughs> the sparklers themselves do not give off that much light. Sparkler send-offs should not be done at night. Believe it or not, they should not be done at night. They should be done at twilight. Yeah, when they should still be done, like blue hour to twilight. Yes, yeah. like just after sunset. The way I've had this work out best is I take the bright, if they want a sunset photo and the weather is permitting, we go out, we do sunset photo. While we're out there, just the couple and, and me and, and my assistant if I've got one, the coordinator, like you or or whoever is in charge, maybe the DJ, if there isn't a coordinator on site, will say, hey, we're guys, we're going to set up for a send-off, which isn't really a send-off. Right. It's really just a photo op where, you know, everyone stands in two lines, they hold out the sparklers, and people walk in, and you get the picture. Mm-hmm. And it's not night yet. And for, from a photography standpoint, I've got to say this, <laughs> There's <laughs> this, this goes into a whole other aspect but believe it or not guys you know what photography means it means painting a picture graph with light photos so So if it's dark you can't do that now i've got flashes so that i can light like any situation and that's what most photographers do but there's also another thing that has to be able to happen you have to be able to see what the heck you're doing yeah and the camera has to be able to focus and that's really 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 hard to do at night um, I'm old school with my cameras. I know that there's some newer cameras that are really good at this, but it's so you need still to book gonna... him so he can buy some new cameras. I <laughs> uh, wasn't plugging for that. <laughs> um, but this really does work better. And honestly, the photos look much better if you do it just after sunset, just at that twilight yeah. hour. They look so much better. And so, that's usually yeah. when people are a little bit more cognitively... Well, and that's when most guests are still there. Yeah. Like you do it, you know, you do it at the end of the night, literally the last thing. 
more than half of your guests are already gone home. Right. So that's, ju- that's just how it happens. Just for example, a, a way to kind of think outside of that normal send off box is uh, I have a wedding in October where they want to do sparklers, but twilight is actually about the time that they're being introduced into their reception. So we're planning to actually do a sparkler introduction as opposed to a sparkler send off. That way they get the photo, they get the fun of the sparklers, but uh, they don't lose it because it's the end of the night. And again, that's a time when everybody's gathering anyways. People are going to all be together. So maybe there's two points. Right before the reception, everyone's like, oh, let's be here so we can cheer on the couple. Right. Rah, 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 rah. That's what you say when a couple comes down the aisle. Sure. But I, I do see that on this one, because we're kind of covering two on your list and, and the notes here. This one says sparklers and alcohol. Rhea, are you opposed to sparklers? No. Are you opposed to alcohol? No. You're opposed... To sparklers and alcohols mixed. Yes. So this goes back to a story uh, of a wedding that Joe and I actually did together a few years ago. We had uh, guests who were indulging quite heavily in the bar. Quite heavily. Anyway, we had some very drunk guests. It was a very rainy, rainy night. And the sparklers were scheduled for the end of the night. And so I was trying to hand out sparklers, trying to get them lit, and people were lighting them inside the venue, inside a building. And Big no-no. Yeah, which, you know, causes all kinds of fire hazard. And, like, thankfully, we didn't set the sprinkler system off. Um, yeah, and just then the smoke from those things. They, they were very difficult. The guests were belligerent because they were drunk. And so they wouldn't actually go outside. And the ones who did, they just dropped their sparkler sticks in the driveway where cars were still picking up guests and such. And were they so, still sparkling? No, but there were these 20-inch long sticks. Oh, these are the in, long ones. In the parking lot, yeah. Poking where, everybody's tires. Yeah, So, and I had to go pick them up in the rain, in the dark. It's not a good memory, and I don't want to repeat it. So maybe a better name for this item on the list would be sparklers and being drunk. Sure. But that, that that's another reason why to do... Why to do? That's another reason... To do a send off like this at the beginning of the reception, or Ascending. or not, yeah, send in, <laughs> or at like twilight, you know, before. Yeah. If you have guests, you know, are probably going to need a designated driver at the end of the night. Then, you know, get a get a hold of them for these fun activities before that point. All right, that one. I feel like we spent too much time on that one. We were just, you wanted me to rant. Yeah. Oh, well, you're right. Yeah. What am I saying? Well, do you have anything else to say about that? I think I got it off my chest. I think I'm good. Okay. Now, I'm my eyes are not what they used to be, and I'm reading this next one. I'm seeing best man's first socks. That is not what it says. It says best man first looks. Oh, I thought it was referring to like funny <sighs> socks for the no, groomsmen. No, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, that's you, fine. You can wear whatever socks you want. Is you, do you have anything about socks on here? No. Nothing about socks. So you're not opposed to socks. <laughs> <laughs> Good with socks. Good with socks. Okay. What, what so is this? I'm sorry. I, got, man, I totally distracted myself. Best man first looks. First looks. Um, okay. Tell they, me. I actually, I need you to tell me what this is. So once again, I think this is a trend that's on its way out already. But um, best man first looks are where there's the spoof of the the groom. As far as he knows, it's the first look with his bride. So he's there in position, you know, turned away from whatever direction she's coming from. 
And then he turns around, and there is his best man in a wedding dress. Oh yeah, I've I've seen these. They're on they're the disturbing. cringe scale. They're, yes, they are. I I yeah. would I would say they're disturbing. Yeah. So not think, only is I think the groom sleep has been lost over these visions. Yeah, the groom has robbed of his moment. He, you know, what if he was already starting to cry, and he turns around, and his emotion is wasted. He laughs, but you, yeah. <laughs> He laughs, but it's yeah, it is making like, fun making fun it. of the you know, making fun of the groom I- itself. This himself? isn't on your list. No 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 no, like the idea of oh, making fun of the groom see where you're going. in and of itself yeah. is something that I, I'm really just sick of seeing. Yeah. You know, like so how many toasts go something like this? Hey, bride, you're looking so beautiful tonight, and everyone cheers and applause and he says, Hey groom. You're looking meh, pu- yeah. You you know. How'd I've you seen do better. it? Yeah. Like, th- th- really? Really? Yeah. This is the best you can do or something? Could have shaved. Right. Or whatever. Like, why? There's- why, guys? I mean, like, this is just as special of a day. Like, he's yeah. getting married just as much yeah. as she is. Sexism goes two ways. It does. It does. So I-, I would I would just, my two cents, since you wanted it, stop making fun of the groom. Yeah. That that's not That's not funny. I mean, I don't mind, like, teasing. You know, it's fun. It's fun. Everyone loves to be teased in certain aspects mm-hmm. of it. But like saying that the groom doesn't look good or or that he's, you know, the whole ball and chain thing. Right. Like, hey, uh, you're. I think you've got something on the list after this. Yeah, I do. Ba- basically just kind of bashing the groom. Or bashing what? marriage in general. Yeah. Which if you think what? about it, it's a really bad day to bash marriage. It's a really bad day to bash marriage. Yeah. How do we get on this from socks? Oh, we didn't get this on. There's, there's still nothing about You're socks. You're obsessing about socks. I'm sorry. I've got socks so, on the mind. Um, What's I, this next? This says chewy signage. <laughs> I need new glasses. How about we scoot the iPad closer to we should move the you. iPad closer to me. So, um, it really, it, cheesy. cheesy. I Cherry? think I want to skip forward though and, and kind of stay in the same vein as, uh, you know, not making fun of the groom. Oh, okay. So also, we're going to come back to that? Yeah. All right. Forget we'll, about we'll what come I back said. to cheesy signage and cake smashes. All right. So, but I want to, spoiler wanna, alert. I want to skip it's ahead. It's going to get big. Yes. I want to skip ahead to the thing that we don't see this at every wedding, but we do see this from time to time of where this is um, probably like 80%. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, groomsmen do you have anything funny you would like to say to the groom for the photo almost nine yeah like 80 percent of the time what do they say run run dude you can still get out of this dude i hate that it's this isn't even like funny no it's it's not even that original because you know like oh yeah this is your chance to run away you can still get out of this yeah ha 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 marriage is awesome first off yes it is that's a premise that we're starting from yes Marriage is awesome. Yeah, and and also like marriage is awesome and it's I, I don't want to say the word collaboration, but it's it's the cooperation of of two people. It's the commitment of two people and it's not supposed to be centered around just the bride or just the groom. And I think second to this is our um Second to this is is the last one on the list. Yeah, where the, the yes dear comments to. and and what that can that? be the yes dear comments. The yes dear comments. Yes, like that can be in anything from the officiant's words at the ceremony to toast of like oh. happy wife, happy life. Yeah, 
yes, dear. Just I've say seen, yes, dear most for often happy marriage. What I've seen is like, hey, groom, um, this is the best marriage I, advice I can give you. Yeah. If you never say anything else for the rest of your life, say these two words, yes, dear. And I, I, I know that there's probably a lot of people who could hear this right now who are going to be like, what is wrong with you? Like, that is how you. No, that's like, it's disrespectful. Like, what are you What are you saying to not say yes, dear? That's unhealthy. Okay, but you better quickly explain yes. why we have this opinion because it makes it sound like we're totally chauvinist and we're not. No, no, okay. So I think that yes, dear, as a comment and that idea, the idea behind it is actually sexist to both parties. Because to it both makes- both parties? Yes, it makes the woman look like a controlling person and it makes the groom look like someone who's just- a doormat. Yeah. So basically what this is encouraging, like they'll say it in the name of like, hey, happy wife, happy life. And right. like, okay, we are not saying that as a groom, as a husband. Don't make your wife unhappy. Yeah. We're not, we're not saying that your goal shouldn't be make your wife happy. You absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like I want to make my wife happy. And yes, my life is better when my wife is happy. That's, that's totally true. Happy wife, happy your life. Yes. However, it shouldn't stop there. No. All, all this is saying is like, hey, as long as the bride is happy, everyone's yeah. happy. And that's not the end of the story. That there's is definitely mutual, part of it. There's a mutual um, giving and a mutual uh, reaping the benefits. Right. The, b basically, this idea, I don't know where it came from, but this idea is basically saying with a... Uh, with with a jest, but like a oh, but we're actually serious jest. Right. That hey, your job, groom, is to never acknowledge any of your own needs or desires. Right. Never have an opinion. Never tell her how you're feeling. Never ask her for anything. Never say what you want. Never say what you need. Never say if something's scaring you, depressing you. Or making you angry. Which makes it very difficult as a wife. Yep. To to be there to for care, your husband. To care for your husband, yeah. Uh, this is saying like, hey, never have any needs or acknowledge any of your own needs while still meeting all of hers. This is the best way to wreck a marriage. To have one party never acknowledging or meeting their own needs. Can I this this would be This would be slammed like... Everywhere, if anyone at any wedding ever turned to the bride, if they flipped it, if they flipped it and yeah. said, Hey, bride, remember these words, yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> gosh, I, I know. Yeah. Like, doesn't that just send chills down your back? Right. But for some reason, when we say, Hey, dude, always yes, dear, everyone's like, Haha, yeah, why? I don't know, but it's, it's also uh, kind of glossing over the fact that one of the needs that the bride has as a wife is to have her husband's needs met, like to have a husband who voices his needs. And you shouldn't be getting married because you just want someone to always be... A companion. Well... Is that what you're going for? No, I'm saying what you shouldn't be married. Like I, I, I did want a companion when I got right, married. But, but, like but that, there's more than companionship. Involves. Right, exactly. Yeah, I I wanted a companion. I didn't want a maid. Yeah, I didn't. Or and I also didn't want a. Um, I didn't. I didn't want to. What is the word I'm looking for? 
Like, I want to take care of you. I, I love you, Rita. I want to see you happy. I want to know what, I want to know when you're hurting. I want to know how I can help. Mm-hmm. I'm not at all saying that I don't want to make you happy. Right. But I also know that you love me. Yeah. And part of that is me being vulnerable with you and saying like, Rhea, th- this this thing is happening. And it might, I'm not even saying like it's stuff that you're doing, but like it might be like, hey, this happened at- I have this stress from, from something whatever. else. This this thing happened this weekend and it's really scaring me. Or right. this um, this thing happened at work and I don't know what to do about it. Right. Like, and, and, and I know that you love me, so you want me to bring those things to you. And for me to not do that- It robs me of, of part of my role as your wife. It robs me and, of well, taking care of you. Not just your role, but your desire. Right. Like right. You want to know what, the, what that kind of stuff is. And it's, you don't, it you, robs you told me, me, like, I don't want you to just be a yes, dear. Yeah. And like, ne- when we're trying, we do so many projects together. Yeah. And it, we get a, the opportunity to work <laughs> together a lot. Yeah. We do a lot of projects together, this podcast being one of them. And frequently, in fact, I would say, like, on every single project we've done, we come across points where we don't agree about how something should be done. Right. And that's where this yes, dear idea comes across. Like, if there's a disagreement, the man is supposed to shut up, say yes, dear, whatever you want. Yeah. You've told me explicitly that you don't want that. I don't want that either. But I also don't want to constantly have you say, yes, sir, and do everything my way. I want, like, no, what do you want? What do I want? And let's figure out a way where we can compromise, or maybe we can do both, or maybe we just have to pick one. But please don't ever not tell me what you want and just say yes. Dear yes, sir. Yes, dear yes, sir. Right. Because in the end, you both lose. Like you both lose a healthy marriage. You You both lose lose that partnership. You both lose that that balance that each of you brings. So there's your rant. I, um, I think that's something that we both could rant a lot about. Oh, yeah. We could, um, we could keep going about this because it, it shows up in so many ways on a wedding day. Yeah. And I mean, I, that also comes out in wedding planning. Like there are uh, some clients that I work primarily with a bride, but I love, I love when I work with both parties and with both the groom and the bride and they're both involved. They're both giving input and it's not just, hey, this is her wedding. You know, this is this is her big day. It, it's his big day too. It's his celebration. He's getting married, and you know they're both involved and they're both voicing desires. Like I love that. Mm-hmm. I know that w- you and I have both made a policy as vendors that we don't book any clients without having met and talked to both the bride and the groom together. Mm-hmm. Like we just we just don't do it anymore. Even if yeah. it's just like, oh hey, I'm you know, I'm the groom or I'm the bride and I'm ready to book you and be like, okay, cool. I want to meet your fiance. Yeah, let's get it. Well, one thing is we want to get a feel of the dynamic of the relationship mm-hmm. um, because that gives us a good indicator of the type of situation that we're walking into. Um, for me, especially, I I work with people very closely yeah. for a long amount of time, like a year or more. Yep. Um, and so if there's unhealth in in that relationship it creates stress for my job and it's not something that I want to take on I don't want to become your marriage counselor or pre-marriage counselor um but you know it's it's a policy that helps protect the health of our business yeah 
Should we lighten things up with cake smashes? Yeah, so I feel I feel like that was kind of heavy. So we'll we'll finish off with two <laughs> two more lighthearted ones. What so, what are they? Here we got. Let's we'll, go just to do cake two smashes. Cake smashes yeah. first. Okay, cake smashes. So also not as popular as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Many brides are opting to not do this because of the hundred or so dollars that they spent on their makeup. That's a good enough reason, right yeah. there, in my opinion. Um. And honestly, buttercream frosting is pretty thick and sticky, and no one wants a breakout the next day from the frosting, you know, being stuck on their face. I'm trying to remember if you smashed cake in my face. Yes, I did. I think you did. But I think I asked you, right? Like, it would, go ahead and do it. It'll be yeah. funny. Well, Joe has multiple uh, food intolerances. And uh, as what I does like that to, have to do as with I it? like to call them special needs, so I was like, what does that okay, have to so do I'm with not going to feed you cake. The cake was Josher, as we call it, but oh, um, I was like, you, I remember you were nervous, you didn't feel like eating, so I'm like, well, at least let me put it outside of your mouth. <laughs> if I can't <laughs> so, put it in your face, I'm going to put it on your face. I'm going to so. put it on your face. I, I like. Um, I ate the cake via osmosis. <laughs> and guys, we got married in 2019, so. Our wedding was in keeping with 2019 uh, trends a little bit more closely than 2022 or or progressively. So, you know, don't judge us too harshly. Um, they did weird stuff back in the 80s too. So this was three years ago. Wow. Have, have trends really changed? Yes, that they have. M- they really have. They really have. Wow. People are getting smarter. Lastly, uh, cheesy signage. Um, so you know, you're welcome. Sign is great. You know, welcome to the wedding of. Oh, okay, good. So I, and so. I was just, um, I was wondering, like, what is so cheesy about signage? The cheesy signage that I get annoyed with is the Pinterest rhymes, the Pinteresty rhymes, of like, pick a seat, not a side. Your friends you were loved of either, by the most, yeah, both the groom and the bride, yeah, or what? tis so sweet for the cake table, or you know, tis so sweet to be loved by you, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. What's What's another one? Um. I think it's a, I think it's a toast actually, like here's to love, laughter, and happily ever, ever after. Yeah, is that cheesy though? Yeah. What? Okay, let me ask you this: What makes a sign cheesy? Because there's a lot of stuff on Pinterest, and if your qualification is it's on Pinterest, therefore it's <laughs> cheesy. Well, everything's on Pinterest. I don't hate Pinterest. No, I, I know just, you don't. Yeah. I know you don't. So, what um, makes a sign cheesy? Is it oh, that it's boy. been used a certain amount of times? Yeah, once it's reached, you know, over 80% of weddings, it's time to stop. Um, Whoa. <laughs> that's it? So you don't think they're actually cheesy, you just think they're overused? Oh, no, no, I, I do think that's cheesy. I mean, but there's- what, what what about it? I'm going to- I'm going to- The rhyming. I'm going to be picky about this. I think this. it's the rhyminess of it. Isn't that just personal opinion, though? Well, of course it is. Well, you, no, you're saying this is there's this nothing podcast morally is, wrong with cheesy signs. Well, yeah, but this podcast, you you start out saying these are traditions that must die. Well, because so that's saying, my personal opinion. Okay, so you're so maybe we should change the title to wedding traditions that Rhea thinks should die. Right. I all of know. the others, all of the others must die. This one is my bonus, like. Your bonus, I just really I don't like it. would love to see this one go. Okay, so let me, what would you like to see replace it? Just. Like, you don't, okay, what, what about it is cheesy? You said it's, it rhymes. 
It's used too much. Yeah. It's it's just overused. I think that's the big thing is it's overused. Okay. So what about this? If we challenged our engaged couple, our engaged brides and grooms who are listening right now, if you want some signage, find something that is unique to specifically you guys. Yeah. Something about your story. Original and inside submissions. Joke. Yeah. Like an inside joke or, or, or a little story that can be put into a, a saying about cake, you know, or. Mm-hmm. So uh, one more time, what makes a sign cheesy and what should be done about it? If it's rhymy and it's been used a lot. If it had the chance to get to Pinterest, then it's probably cheesy. Hmm. I do. I am kind of tired of people saying like, oh, hey, we've got this great idea. It's so cool. I found it on Pinterest. So and unique. like, it's so unique. Like, listen, you found it on Pinterest. So it's not unique. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> been used a lot. There, uh, there are some of my weddings this year where I'm searching for a visual something on Pinterest because I want to show the bride what I'm thinking um, for design or whatever. And I can't find it on Pinterest. So I'm like, okay. We're onto something Either here. I'm onto something or this is a terrible idea. <laughs> so can go either way. All right. I can. So I, I would say that this has a lot of just personal bias from, from Rhea High, though. Right. There's a Rhea lot of personal like bias, rhymy, but cheesy that's, signs. that's part of the liberty of being a wedding planner. And with your own podcast. With my own podcast, I can, you know, vent to my own opinion. Here's, here's my thoughts on this. And I have a microphone. Is so. that not what the internet is for? Yeah, well, I'm you utilizing got me there the internet spe- for its specific to purpose. To share your opinions. Yes. That's what it's there for. <laughs> All right. So that is 10 ish, 10 plus things, traditions that we think need to die or that at least Rhea doesn't like. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure Joe could come up with his own list if he sat down for a while. I probably could. They'd, they'd be more like, you know, photos that need to die. Yeah. Photos that are like overdone or whatnot. Yeah. But I am glad that we that this wasn't just a, a funny rant about all the stupid things that really shouldn't be done anymore about weddings. Because that that thing about like the the bashing marriage or bashing the groom, you know, bashing the that's couple, a real like, nerve. That really that, that's we don't find that funny at all. That yeah. actually irritates us every time. And I don't think it's just a matter of opinion that if you're going to go to somebody's wedding. Um, and you're going to celebrate their marriage. You're going to celebrate them starting a life together, starting a family together. Especially if you are, if you have a role in that wedding, you're the maid yeah. of honor, you're the best man, grooms, and something like that. And you're going to say something. Please honor the couple. Your role Please is encourage support. Them. So yeah. support. Support them. Encourage them. Honor them. Respect them. Don't bash them and tell them like, oh man, it, it's it's going to be so terrible. You should run right now. I'm like, what the heck. Yeah. Why would you do that? In all seriousness, that comes back to, you know, just toxic ideas in our culture and places that people have been burned by by marriage and by marital advice. And yeah. so for some reason um, it's popular yeah. to bash marriage. And, you know, we wonder why marriage is such a hard thing to keep these days and why so many people quote unquote don't make it. Their marriage doesn't make it. There's a lot of toxic ideas yeah. out there. It's because of stuff like this. And you know, one of the things that we we really want, um, not just for our marriage, but for uh, 
the influence that we have in, in weddings in general is that we value marriage and we want to see life-giving weddings, um, yep. ones where good advice is given and, and support is given um, because we think that those, we believe that those lead into life-giving marriages. Yep. That's the whole point of this podcast yeah. is to, to share the ideas and the advice to have a celebration that is, we, we believe that marriages are worth celebrating and that your wedding should be a celebration worth going to. Right. And we're supporting yeah. rather than just being like, you know, here's how to have a stress-free wedding. Of course we want a stress-free wedding, but it's more than that. Yeah. I think that's good. I All think right. I think we can wrap up there. We'll wrap up with, with that thought. So I would like to send out a quick request as we're wrapping up here and as the outro music plays. Cue. There it is. Um, hey, if you got any value out of this, if you like this podcast at all, I'm going to ask you to do something very specific. I want you to get the link to this episode, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you want to listen it to, or you can link right to Ria's website, which is radiantevents.net. But I want you to get a link and I want you to text it to somebody. If you really liked it, text it to two people. That's all I want you to do. We just got to get word out about this. That's how we're going to spread the podcast around. So if you liked it, literally send it to one person. Just text it right now. Sounds good to me. All right. All right. We'll see you next time on Radiant Weddings.